2: Akdong Millwall supports the Lions Food Hub. This is a friendly local food hub. It's based in Bermondsey. It's run by our very own Kelly Webster of the Mill Lionesses, a very well-known Millwall fan. They do need suppliers, dear listeners. Before we get into the show today, they have posted they need tinned meat, they need toiletries, they need soup, they need tinned fruit and veg. If you can help in any way, they are on Twitter, at Lions Food Hub. DM them. You can DM me at Acton Moorwall, and I will pass on any help and information that we can. Lions Food Hub at Lions Food Hub. Thank you for listening. Now back to the show.
3: You're listening to Acton Moorwall, broadcasting from the beautiful South Derby. Setting no
2: Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to a special midweek edition of actung Millwall. I've got a special guest with us. I think you come on about once a year or so, Graham. But big welcome to Graham Payne. How you doing, mate? Good,
4: man, good
2: to be back on the show, yeah. I, I, I'm using Graham listeners as my kind of psychiatrist couch to uh, uh, just get a few things off my chest read, I suppose. Um, we were just saying off air, Graham, um, we did a show on on Saturday after we got beat, um, obviously, by 3-0 by, by Swansea, and it's quite a hard thing to record in the very immediate aftermath of a game, and I... We're just saying. Um, I felt maybe we came across, or I certainly I, I came across, attached negatively. So I thought maybe, Graham, I'm bringing you in as the voice of reason there, mate, to try and. Um, oh, that's fine. Take a view on, <laughs> on the on the season. Um, I, don't, I don't know whether you want that role, but anyway, that's the one we've we've thrust yeah. upon you, mate. Um, it's been a funny old season, Graham. I mean, yes. you know, it's a cliche, mate, isn't it? But it's been nothing like it ever before um I've got nothing to compare it with in 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 my no. what 40 nearly 50 years of uh, of support no one will because it's never been a no. season played behind closed doors and I, I don't know if you'd agree mate but um Millwall are not a television club I don't think we no it doesn't come
4: with, we're not a television club
2: definitely no. we're live experience or we're not like a band yeah. you you know some bands never made it big in the studio but are live brilliant and that's mill wall for me it doesn't work as um as a tv experience we just never seem to um i don't know it's, it's just you can watch you know it's like champions league night tonight and somehow that's that's a tv experience but we're not are we we don't we don't work on a tv screen
4: no we don't and uh, that's really the main issue of the season really why it, you know it's been it's just not work for us on TV. And, um, I, you know, for one, can't wait for it. If we can get back to some normality next season. But I also agree with, I think as Harry has said previously, Millwall fans don't like me table mediocrity. I'd rather be, you know, we're, <laughs> it's either a relegation battle or we're trying to get in the playoffs, you know. And, but, you know, at the start of the season, you would have said, oh, we'll take 10th place. You
2: know well, what that's I mean, true. Though? That's true. I mean, it's a funny point. It's one of the one of the talking points I would put down on my list here. So, you you've raised it early because, um, I mean, I, I think Harry does hit something there with. But equally, equally, Graham, um, I was looking at Twitter last night, and there's, Rotherham staging a something of a of a comeback now. You've got these distraught comments from, <laughs> Derby County, Huddersfield Town fans, Coventry fans all of whom have got the dead hand of Rotherham kind of clinging onto their neck now as they, as they creep up the table. Um, I I, I do take the point. I think Harry's gone to something and I think you're, you know, you're saying the same thing, but um, equally uh, relegation. Well, it wouldn't be disastrous for us because I don't think that we're committed, overcommitted, but it wouldn't be, wouldn't be helpful. It would would hurt. I
4: I think it would be disastrous myself because, you know, to go back down to league one now, I don't, think you know that's where we want to be and um I mean I, I you know there was that obviously the the bad period of where was it two wins in 19 or yeah no yeah, yeah. 13 and mm. I was getting a bit concerned I thought we were going to get dragged back into it and I think it, it he really changed it around when we won at Huddersfield after the Knott's Forest debacle and then it sort of picked up from there but yeah, I, I mean, do, do you ever think we was in for a chance of the playoffs? I know it, you, every win, you think, oh, we're back in it. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I mean, we haven't got a centre forward, have we? Had no, this there's, amazing, there's,
2: uh, well, there's two things lacking, um, Graham, in my opinion. One is obviously the goal-scoring issue, the lack of. I mean, we... You know the um, the idea that um, Jed and Mason Bennett can form a partnership. um, I I don't think that's. I don't think that's viable. We we it really stood out for me Saturday. I don't know you saw the game Saturday, but I thought we lacked we lacked aerial threat. We lacked Matt Smith cloned with one or other of those two players would be a wonderful player, but you're not going to get that. Um, You know he 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 gives what he gives and they give what they give, but you do need a striker. Um, I thought we Matt
4: Smith. Kent's a horse body, I would have think.
2: Ken's a horse body, Matt Smith's attitude. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> Kent's a
4: physique, because he can <laughs> get about, But yeah, Half the time, he just doesn't want to know, does he? It's blatantly obvious that, well, to me, looking in, he doesn't want to be at Millwall. And he's he probably looking at the fact that West Brom are going to probably get relegated and he'll, he'll be back in the championship with them next season, I would have thought.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I know nothing of Kenzo Hall, um at all, to be honest. He, 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 I mean, again, one of the problems with the TV experience or the, the um, you know, the you know, iPhone, iPad experience, all the rest of it, is you don't really get a sense of a player. But he, he strikes me, looking on from the distance of a background, as a very modern kind of footballer that struggles to get out of bed in the morning, even though he's built like a, a gym machine and he's, you know, he's ultra fit and he's got. I think he's got talent. He uh, showed that in flashes but he it's like he's he needs a rocket up his bus you know i don't know what i don't know yeah. what motivates a player like that I, you know and you contrast that with matt smith who's much more you um I'd, I'd say your traditional english center forward of you know yeah. good at some things not so good at others but you know the the attitude of a matt smith that never say die which is very very Millwall. is that's what's missing from the likes of kenzo hall and i think possibly i'm interested to see what you think from a, a lot of the other striking contenders that we might go for over the summertime because it's you want someone that can be asked to get out of bed in the morning that does see themselves as in being in a fortunate profession um don't think ken does i think you're searching for that in a player in my opinion at millwall
4: and i'll tell you're spot on nick with the the type of the player that millwall are going to be able to afford you know what we're going to get and that that is the big issue for me going looking forward to in the summer and next season To me, we definitely need probably two forwards.
2: I'd say two. Yeah, I'd say two. Because, I mean, the, the current strike force, I mean just run through them i've I've listed a few of them out here just as a point of conversation i mean if if you leave aside side so who's not who's not our player um you're you're into the kind of um the comic cuts aren't you you've got john daddy um swung gold in i don't know how long i mean you know (laughs) um tom bradshaw i think is a much more willing striker but lacks the you know it's, it's it's a fine art at this level finishing isn't it you know you and i think he needs more chances that he's going to get um for all the running in the world he, he won't give you the goals um and i think our, our problem we, we touched on it on on saturday when i was speaking to harry um is that thing of affording the quality and getting the attitude that you that you that we demand at millwall um yeah Jed Wallace is a rare player. I mean, I, I mean, I think Jed is a is a is a very old fashioned player in many respects, as he does give you one hundred percent. And I know he can be indulgent. And I've actually he's annoyed me at times in the course of this season, but i will always forgive him because he does things that yeah. you. He's a cross the road player. You would you get out of your bed, you cross the road, and you go and pay money to watch Jed Wallace when other players you wouldn't, you know.
4: When uh, whenever he gets stick online, I I always stick up for him because you know. At the end of the day, all right, he does some bad things, but he, he is someone you you know who plays with his heart, wants to play for Millwall and gives it his all. And yeah. you know, to me, what more can you want? But then I was just reading yesterday that hes I didn't know his contract's up next summer and they're trying to get him to sign a new contract now, aren't they? But, yeah, so there's a
2: story on impressive. the um, News at Den, yeah, the yeah. Um, contract conversations, which is a good thing. Um, I mean, I would imagine, I mean, I, I don't know, um, I mean, Jed's got to, is, you, as a professional football, you've got to balance two things, Graham. You've got, you've got your own interests to look after. Um, Jed is, he must be late 20s now, I don't know his age, but he must be coming to that point where you think you haven't got many more contract periods to go before you fall into the, um, the League One zone, you know. Um, so he's probably going to be thinking the next one's really got to, he's got to make it count. Um, I hope that Mill can make it count, um, but it's going to be an interesting storyline is think, that pulse?
4: I think what may swing it either way is, is what, what, happened, what what sort of signings we make in the summer. What's, you agree. know, where 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 our ambitions lie. I mean, Gary Rout's talking that he's had a chat with him. That was on that news at then. Yeah, think. yeah. So yeah. you know, I think that's going to be the the the, the telling point where. where where Millwall's ambitions are really, to be honest, I think and, he's.
2: Uh, I think Jade's flowered with this um, more uh, a freer role. I don't know if that's the right expression. He, he's kind of given license to go where he where he sees the opportunity in the game. And I, I quite like that um, So I don't think he's yeah. the greatest winger we've ever seen. Graham I mean, no. he's quite. Co- crossing, crossing
4: the time and it. He's poor and it. He's crossing. When you compare it to someone like who. I still won't give up on him. Mahoney, if Mahoney, Colin Mahoney puts a ball in, and normally, you know, if Matt Smith's playing, it's on his head, isn't it? Yeah. But obviously, the thing with Colin Mahoney, is not consistent enough, and obviously he's been out injured for a while, but yeah, Jed's crossing is not on a par with that, and perhaps what you're saying about the free role is better for him.
2: Possibly, I mean, you know, and I think you're right. I mean, it's going to be an interesting story that I think unfolds over the summer, season ahead um we'll, we'll see on that front i'm mean, just looking at the, the the table of top scorers i mean jed leads the, the the scoring and this has been an issue all season for the club his lack of goals so he's our top scorer at the moment with nine goals then you've got mason bennett who i think has done well and i like him and I, I i think there's more to come from mason bennett but i don't think he's your he's not the answer to our striking conundrum graham i don't I mean, know
4: was a worrying worrying thing i think you mentioned that on the on saturday about go routes saying it might be a change of plans because how well these two are doing that front, I, <laughs> I don't want to be in things like that
2: <laughs> After how, many, how many years you've been going to Millwall I mean I know I've been 1976 <laughs> is... oh there we are <laughs> It's, it's the old story, you know. Ever, ever ever heard yeah. this one before, get your listeners? You know, um, yeah. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could get a cup price Jed and Mason <laughs> Strike force that scored the goals? But I mean, Mason is second on six goals, so he's, he's done well. But I, I think he's an assist man and an opportunist scorer. But he's not a he's not going to be the um, the the striking solution. Then you have got Scott Malone. Who I, I mean, he's, he's actually on loan, so I'm hoping that that will that will um, be a, a. He's
4: one you know, player who has... I've changed my opinion of him. Because when he came back last summer, I wasn't that keen. I remember it the first time around. But no, I'd be more than happy if he signed a uh, a contract.
2: Well, last summer, I mean, we had Scott Malone back in... um Oh, about 10, not 10 years ago, just short of that, probably eight or nine years ago, he was at the club. And, he, and I remember him being one of these players that thought he was he was Premier League quality. And he has got on, you know, he has played at that level. So maybe, maybe he was right. All I can remember was him wearing a very kind of dodgy looking suit walking across the car park with no no, no socks and a pair of shoes on. But I'm told that's style. So what do I know? Oh, okay. but, you know, but I thought well, that's, that's thats not the mill I know, you know, you put a pair of socks on with your shoes. But yeah, I mean, and then you, you know you're down to Matt Smith. I mean, I, I I would love Matt Smith to stay on. How do you see Matt Smith, Grant? Do you, would you want to see him?
4: Yeah, I, I, retained? I to, yeah, retain definitely for another year.
2: Yeah, um,
4: I don't know what he what he wants though. Would he want to stay for another year, just being a bit part? He might. Might. But um, there's okay. an impact sub, so, and I think you've mentioned that previously, Nick. That's how I'd see.
2: I should keep trying to sell Matt, if he's listening, the idea of because he's, he's um, doing his BMA student course um, okay. at Manchester. So, you know, it's an ideal part time job coming on for half <laughs> an hour at the end of meal all matches when we need goals. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping someone's listening out there from the club and Matt. Um, put this, put this idea together because I think it's an ideal, ideal solution. Um, I mean, then you're into the you're into the, the the Tom Bradshaw. He's actually not done that that bad, Graham. Right? I mean, four goals from eleven starts and eighteen think- sub. But he comes on with just minutes to go, so he's, he's still scratched yeah. four out of the season. I don't know, I can't remember which games they were, but he's a willing boy, but he's not, he's not, um he's never ignited, is he, Tom Bradshaw?
4: Nah, he, he- he was brought
2: in to replace gregory wasn't it i think gregory yeah well it was gregory was wanting to go back up north and yeah someone, uh, harris signed him didn't he um yeah and uh, i think he got injured didn't he and i think that maybe took an edge off of his game i don't know i don't know but it's never it's never really happened for him but uh, it does seem to uh, these these late Lake substitutions, like with literally minutes to go, two minutes. they always fascinate me. I suppose you get an appearance fee for for coming out. I can only ever presume it's something like that, keep them interested in some way, because it it doesn't seem to serve much playing purpose, does it? Coming on at 90 plus two for the last two minutes.
4: It's funny, we discuss, obviously, with my friend, mates, that the fact that Varson always comes on about 70 minutes. Yeah. Bradshaw never gets that. And Bradshaw must think, well, how's he getting on?
2: I mean, John, John Daddy is, is one of the, I mean, Scalax has gone now, so we don't have him to, to for our, no. uh, throw darts out on our dartboard, but um, maybe I should produce a, a John Daddy dartboard, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he is one of these players, and he, you think, well, what? I, I don't get the football thinking there, I, I, I genuinely don't. I mean, one of the points I was going to, Get your view on Graham is you know, we, we we at Millwall love to see our own coming through and we've seen obviously Ben Thompson in, in over oh, the last few years and now Danny Mack, who I think is a real prospect, it's and and Billy Mitch, who I think also is a real prospect. Um and not every youth player succeeds, Graham. So, you know, you always have to be We're a bit sentimental, I think. At Mill, we love to see—I don't know—old players getting coaching roles when you might other clubs go much more ruthlessly and bring in foreign coaches or players, you know, names that we don't know. Whereas we always want to um, see—I don't know—Alan Dunn coming back and keep him on the payroll. Some I don't know something like that, you know. Um, So I haven't, we haven't seen enough of the youth to come through. But I do wonder. I mean, we've only got five games of the season. It is a dead rubber season there, so. I can't if if we're gonna get run outs now, um time on the pitch, then when when will they? I mean I, I the football manager's mind's a strange thing, isn't it? I don't get I don't get what the John Daddy fascination is over, say, I don't know, a Tyler Bury or um you Yeah, know. yeah,
4: exactly. That's my feeling. The same with um Hayden Muller, Alex Pierce, or um yeah, yeah. you know, Tience has now gone on loan to Sutton.
2: Sutton, yeah. Yeah, well, um,
4: You know, well, apparently he's going to get a few games there because their season obviously was hot. I they, don't
2: know. They're doing well. They're they're near the yeah. top, top of the National League, aren't they? So they're doing well. Yeah, um, it's 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 an interesting... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Hayden Muller, I mean, again, another... You know, it may be that he'd be out of his depth at the championship level. I don't know. But you won't really know that until you see him start. Or, or You've get got, some got five games, on. Nick, that
4: are just... Give yeah, the they're, 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 they're friends. Yeah. Some top... Top sides we've got Brentford, Watford, and Bournemouth out in them five, but you know I, I don't see no disrespect to him, but I don't see the point of playing Alex Pierce any longer because you know it's done, isn't it? And we need well, to just,
2: move on. It's just one of the things that fascinate me about the. Well, fascinated me it wasn't fascination; it was it was frustration. I think um with the selection on Saturday. I mean. I'm I, I can understand Gary Wright wanting to finish in top ten. I mean, we achieved eighth last season. He's probably got his eye on that. He will want eighth position to maintain okay. his, um, you know, his, his CV track record. So, you know, there's probably going to be limits. We, we, we you and me can wax lyrical about the kids and playing Hayden Muller yeah. and all the rest of it. But it's, it's his job. So, um, I, but I what I don't and didn't understand Saturday is the Alex Pierce question because we've got George Evans. who looked a very cultured. Midfielder, and I think he's probably better off in midfield. But he can play in defence. Why is he not See, taking
4: I mean, the? I think he's better in defence. Do you? Is
2: you're right in as there. He
4: gets lost in midfield. Where yeah. at the back he can get the ball. He's you know and spray the ball. You know if you're going to have that three at the back, then you've got to have one that can do that. And I think he's better suited there. But obviously, I think Rauet sees him as a midfield player. Reading That's between the lines. Yeah. But I would have definitely have played him there Saturday and um either woods maybe come back in into midfield you know but um i, I didn't understand the plan alex pierce there
2: one uh, of the, one of the big controversies of the season that crops up a lot on our shows graham and i wanted to i mean you know um I, I think harry harry sometimes cops it online for for being anti i don't know if he's anti-row in fairness to him i'm, I'm speaking on his behalf here a little bit but um some of the some of the tactics it's been a it's been a tough watch i think most of us whether you're pro or anti or whatever where you put yourself on the spectrum this has not been an entertaining season to watch for many reasons but partly one of those reasons has been the the very um what's the word i'm searching for the tactics have been have been very functional haven't they i mean i I don't know what other options he's had. How do you see Gary Rowett, and and how do, how do you find his football?
4: Yeah, it's funny. When he first came in, I thought it was refreshing. Mm-hmm. We were, I thought we were like, not. I mean, I'm I'm talking about the home games to start with. we yeah. go I go back to I think we beat Luton 3-1, and then yeah. it all sort of changed after that. There was some before we went into lockdown. There were some draws at home. With, I think nil-nil with Birmingham and drew with Bristol City. And then once we come out of lockdown, th- then I suppose watching it on the telly, you, it is very functional, and it is it can be very boring. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, but I also you- agree with I was never row it out. I, I I didn't go that far. I thought some of it was over the top, to be honest. But my my problem is is that Kenny, if he gets the players he wants in the summer, yeah. What where will the tactics change? That's that's my, you know, question. Will will we see a different brand of football?
2: I think he's. I think he's. his everything you read about his past career as, in management um, says that he favours the, the the counter punch, doesn't it? You know, to use a boxing analogy, you you kind of hit hit teams on the break, and there's a lot of teams around that do that. Um, and I think if you do it well, it's a very effective style. What it doesn't do, and I think this is where where Saturday's performance frustrated me so much, because you know we were playing Swansea coming in on the back of a run of poor form on their part, but they're a decent side, they're a passing side, they can they can hurt you. Um, but we and we went a goal down. But what we don't do there, Graham, once we're behind, is we don't seem to have the the depth or the um, the nouse, or whatever you want to call it, to adapt. Um, we sat back, and then they got the second, and then in due course the third, and the game was, was long gone. And I think that's probably my main um, gripe, I don't know, if criticism or whatever you want to call it. We don't adapt to games. We don't, we don't, we don't. Uh, unless Matt Ma- Smith's coming in, we've got nothing else, have we?
4: When we go one nil down, it, it you know it, it seems you know that's when we struggle, especially. I know it doesn't really matter at the moment, but it seems to be more home game. saying about I go back to I know just going off the subject a bit but Mm. one of the guys who scored the two goals on Saturday Jamal Lowe and him and Kiefer Moore were two we were agreed fees with last summer and obviously they both decided to go elsewhere Yeah, I think if we'd have got them two in would we are
2: very we... high quality strikers yeah. there i mean i know these. low has had some off field issues and he hasn't scored and then but you yeah. saw that you saw the boy's quality in in in, in the finishes yes. that, he, that he put in the net there i mean these <clears throat> there's a couple of things i mean the, the season's been blighted by injury we've lost players that have really made themselves pretty much indispensable like ryan Leonard. um max yeah. smith is now knocked i mean in his way i think he's been indispensable in a sense because he's produced goals but then injuries injuries happen, and we're going to get injuries next season. It's, it's, there's, no, there's nothing particularly unique in that way about this campaign. So yes, we've had some strategic injuries. Conor Mahoney, one of the creative players we've got, has been out for some time, and Billy Mitchell had a, had a knock at the start of the season. Um, but you kind of got to, you know, to to a to a degree, you've got to go with that because that's that's football. And that's going to happen again. I do wonder. I mean, this this is going to be a big summertime, I think, for Gary Rowett, because you know um, we, we we've had the season that we've had. We we will be finishing, and this, even if we get beat all five games, we're going to be finishing in the top half of the table, which is no mean achievement for Millwall. Um, I sometimes think the online crowd, Graham, don't appreciate the history of our club, where we've been for so many years. I mean, to finish in the top half of Division Two. Is historically it, yeah. a very good achievement for us. It does not seem to cut much, much mustard with people, younger people. I, that's, I mean, that's the world we live
4: in now. Nick. That, you know, with social media. It's you know, yeah. you lose a game, and it's
2: seriously you know, it's, rough. Yeah. Yeah, that's,
4: yeah, that's
2: it. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you about your favourite player of the season because it's the votes going. I don't know if you've voted yet. Um, Have yeah. Um, who did you go over may I ask if, if that's not too uh, yeah, yeah, not, intrusive I,
4: I, went, I went for Sean Hutchinson I just think he's been yeah very consistent all through the season
2: another um, injury now incidentally
3: from, injury, on the subject. yeah,
2: yeah. Um, that's a good choice I mean he was he was player of the season a couple of years ago I think wasn't he um, yeah. always a good I mean I don't know what his value would be in the, in the market let's hope he's not for sale um, but he's one of those players he's a real player through and through i think sean hutchinson i i would certainly i mean, I'd say the same about Jay cooper graham um yeah player gives you gives you everything i mean the commitment of, of these those two central defenders um is, is gold dust really i mean I, I i voted for jed wallace myself just purely purely on the basis um there's a lot, of, you know. Our main standout players would be defensive. I mean, I've seen Bart leading a, a poll, online poll, and then Sean Archison and and I think Jake's in the frame. And you know, defend all of those are very, very good calls. No one's going to knock um, Bart Bilkowski getting the award, and 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 Jake possibly, and then Sean. But it's just nice to get a creative player. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we haven't scored the goals to justify it. I think probably that will hold us hold us back on that, or hold him back on that particular award, but um yeah i mean sean hutchinson i mean his defensive loss on saturday was evident wasn't it with um with, with um yeah. poor old poor old um alex pierce coming into play I've I've got a few um pre-prepped um questions. Um I've got one I can suggest it for you if you can't think of it, but the performance of the season, have you have you had any I, I, I struggled with this question to yeah. be You've got... you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I was only one decent win all season, so I, I, I thought, I'd, in fairness, I'd remind you of the 4-1 win over, over Sheffield Wednesday in early Feb. Um, yeah, I mean, that was the last half of hour, I suppose.
4: I think the <laughs>
2: complete
4: performance was probably, I think, Preston away.
2: Yeah, we've had a couple of decent away wins, actually, haven't we? Um, now you say it. Um, the, the score lines don't really give... Give the credit for the performance. I think Preston there two 0 There it is back in back in October, in actual fact. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's been. I think that's the that's the thing though, Graham. It's very hard to think of any real standout performances, and that's quite war, isn't it? Really, you know, we do yeah. we do normally rip someone apart, you know. Um,
4: yeah, even when we've had a season of struggled, as soon you still think back. I think well, we rip them. You know, there is one game where we do rip someone apart but yeah i mean i suppose the Sheffield wednesday game because we got four goals which again is doesn't happen very often at the moment with millwall but i think the, the actual complete performance that night at preston considering that uh, row had gone down with covid as well and
2: that's I right.
4: right yeah that's right yeah you know that was the horse debut and you think well we've got a player here and then obviously injuries and whatever, it hasn't worked out. But, yeah, I, I'd go with that as my performance
2: of the season. That's a good choice. Well, I'd, I'd written down the, the Sheffield Wednesday win, but I, you're right, actually. That, that was probably uh, the, the best all-round show all season, really, in the circumstances that, that it came in as well. Um, I've got, I just, I'm stumbling around. Listeners need to know I've written some notes out on, on the iPad, and it goes off screen. I, I find the <laughs> points and questions that have nothing to do with what we've just been talking about. Um ryan woods ryan woods where do you stand on the ryan woods question graham is, is he is he your choice a midfielder do you do you see him um yeah would you, would you have him next season
4: i don't know if, if that's my honest answer i've stuck up for him mm. because i've always I, I remember him i know it's probably you shouldn't go back when he was at brentford and he came yeah. down the den a couple of times and totally controlled the game yeah. sat there and sprayed the ball about yeah. And I thought, yeah, he's a player. And when they, when we signed him on loan, I thought, yeah, we've got one here. But I don't, I don't know if he's what. I know it sounds crazy, but I don't, know, I don't know if he's what we need because Ryan Woods needs loads of. To me, he needs loads of pace around him, where yeah. he can ping balls and people yeah. are moving. The quarterback kind of role, and he, yeah. That's that, isn't it? yeah, The quarterback. Well, and we haven't got the the players, have we? No,
2: no we don't. Pick. We don't have the pace. We don't have the, the pace. pace.
4: Not the, pl- the pace.
2: we got great. rid of our pace when we sold Fred on your Dinma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <That> was, <laughs> pace went up the up the M forty to to, uh, to Wickham, who uh, incidentally are they've staged a the moderate comeback. they five, um, well, they're, no, they're um, nine points short of rele- the relegation safety. So it looks like he's, Fred's going to go back to League One at oh. the moment. Um,
4: I also think his, his wages would be an issue, and all Nick. I think and what, he's, what he's
2: probably on at Stoke. I thought for one moment I thought you meant Fred. I thought I don't want him back. No, not Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I think you're right. I think he, you know, he's he's, um, he's a lone player all season. I think that um, I don't know that he's. I thought at times on Saturday we were missing him, but um I think that was just the fact that it was a poor it was a poor choice of eleven on Saturday. I think we wouldn't have missed Ryan Woods and we won't miss him if if we have a full hand strange. of um, Ryan Leonard next season and, and, and the other midfielders around and Billy Mitchell particularly. Um
4: substitution right. when he brought Sean Williams on instead of him on Saturday, whether Woods was carrying a knock.
2: Yeah, Sean Williams. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's... He came on,
4: didn't he? For he,
2: he Instead did. Of... I so I think you know with flying around the subjects a little bit and going back to Gary Ran. No, 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 no. Um, it, this is listeners need to know this is such a short notice show, and I did pretty much minimal prep for it, Graham. So this is this is the esteem in which I, I hold these conversations, mate. <laughs> I've got like a scrap of paper with a few random words on it. But no, um, I mean, just the the Gary Rowett substitutions at times have been a point of criticism, and I think it's fair to, I think it's fair to make these points. I don't think you have to be in the Rowett out brigade, and I'm not in the out Rowett out brigade at all. I think he, I don't, because I don't know who else we'd get. I don't know what better there is to be had out there, um, Graham. This, is, this I mean, touches on a thing we were just talking about before we started recording, listeners, about the amount of money required to really make a challenge in this championship division. Now, let's let's not even think about any higher. Um, but I'm just looking at the table, and you've got Norwich City some distance now, looking like champions. Watford not far behind, but they're top two. Both teams that seem to command resources that are going to be beyond us. Um, and then Swansea, Brentford, Bournemouth, and Barnsley—a bit of a wild card, perhaps. But I just wonder, I—who else would we get? I don't know. I don't know that you know. That looking at the telly on on Saturday, there's Gary Monk sat there next to Neil Harris. So we've we've you know we're not going to go back to Neil Harris. I don't know. We'd be looking at that level of manager, wouldn't we? A Gary Monk or someone like it. And I'm not sure that Gary Rowett is any worse. Or
4: I mean, someone like Gary Monk. How many? champion I mean, clubs he manages it swansea leeds right.
2: shuffle wednesday birmingham he's that. on the roundabout isn't he? you know they, they, yeah, it's, it's, like, yeah. it's like a circular like a carousel at an airport yeah. you know um and you know there, there are others out there who but you're you're picking managers of that ilk and i don't know that one brings any they're not going to bring any any kind of um New levels of excitement to the den, you know. Um, it's a big, it's going to be a big close season, obviously. It, as we've said already, it's going to be um, the signings are going to be crucial, Graham, aren't they? This
4: is it. This is, to me, is the, you know, it's this is the biggest one we've had in a while with regard to signings. If we don't get anything in, where do we go from there? Do you know, I, I because we, we need an uplift of players. That squad, that base of that squad's been together a few years now it does you know
2: if we're going to progress we need to freshen it up that's going to be the task because to buy quality strikers and quality attacking midfielders or creative players um costs a lot of money um unless you're choosing wisely from the far-flung scottish leagues or non-leagues i don't know um but that's quite a you know, maybe go foreign, I don't know, but it's 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 not an easy, not an easy task. Also, just another point that occurs to me looking at the league table, Graham, there's some, you know, however much you and me moan or other players moan about Millwall, there's some big names below us in this, in this division. You look down that table, um, I'm thinking of, you know, the Blackburns, Birmingham's, Derbys, Sheffield Wednesday, looking like they're in relegation, Forests, Forest, not- you know. Um, Perspective is not an easy thing to come by as a Millwall fan, is it? We we, we lack perspective as a group. <laughs> yeah, I think we <laughs> do. Like it's like a you know like a stick of rock. Lack of perspective runs down the middle of us. I think we have the expectation that we're going to compete, and then you look at the um the the, the resources needed to really compete. <laughs> we want to do it on you know on next to well, earth
4: it, it goes back to also what I said previously about Jamal Lowe and. Uh, key for more, yeah. Sort of players we'd want, but when it comes into not so much the bidding war, I think we matched them. We, the fees are agreed, but it's wages, and that's going to be the issue, isn't it? If other other clubs are interested in players that we want, we we never seem to get them, do we?
2: No, no. I mean, obviously, this has been a tough season, financially tough season. John Berrelson has, yeah. Um, sustain the club. I, anyone that thinks, you know, I, I read stuff online sometimes. I don't know what planet some people are on. I don't know how they think football clubs exist with no money. I mean, it, it, you're, it's coming from somewhere and it's coming from his his um, finances. Um, I mean, also the the whole um, the rolling forward of the seasons. I didn't expect that. I, I, you know, when I bought the season ticket this uh, couple of weeks ago, now on it, I thought you know it'd, it'd be paid for like normal, and i had done the prep, ready for it, but the the ro- the rolling forwards of the um credit from last year for those that i don't know if that was yourself graham but certainly in my case was i thought blimey that's that's another big cost taken on the, the club well, I mean,
4: they're selling this the, the kick they've given out and they've sold three thousand five hundred three thousand five hundred thousand
2: yeah yeah
4: but how much money have they made because most of the people have got it Next to nothing. Aren't well was money put great. in
2: last year. I mean, we've yeah. all had our, 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 our cursed I follow for nothing in the sense of home yeah. games, anyway. Um, but no, I mean, I would imagine the bulk of those three thousand five hundred is, is what you've just said. So I'd imagine that's people rolling the bulk of their their. their um, I don't know one or two have put some extra money in, and that's
4: yeah,
2: great if you can do that. That's that's cool. Um, but most of that's going to be money rolled forward. Um, I mean. I, I'm looking forward to August. I mean, I, I think it's easy to lose your perspective, as, as we just said. I think that Millwall's role in this life is to be forever kind of, um, you know, contenders in whether <laughs> whether they're in League One or League League, League uh, Championship or League One or wherever we are. I think I think we are the kind of eternal underdogs that are always in with a snippy outside chance. I think that's probably the best of, of, of Millwall, um, and hopefully we don't fall into the zone where we're, we're struggling at the bottom of the table. Um, I'm looking forward to August, though, Graham, aren't you? Get back in oh, yeah. again. I,
4: you know, I went. I, I did go to one of the games that um, we were allowed well, in.
2: You were a boor. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Don't go there. Don't touch that subject. <laughs> we've, we've done a whole show without touching on that, and I've dropped yeah. it in. Oh, mate. Uh, so that, take, take that instant out of the equation.
4: The whole thing was <laughs> surreal to me. It wasn't. It wasn't.
2: Only only Millwall could, I mean, just looking at the Mill history, we've got like two games of 2,000 people, and from that we've generated this kind of seismic uh, (laughs) football-wide condemnation. Uh, You know, in some ways, I mean, it was tough at the time, um, but in some ways you have to laugh, because if you don't laugh, you'll cry. It it was so Millwall, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, you you knew it was going to
4: wrap up, and, um, you know, Yes. So there we are. What
2: well, yeah.
4: I'm trying to say is that the, you know, hopefully it'll be more because, you know, will it be? I don't know. I don't think it'll be a full game in August do you, really
2: Well, I, I, well I, I, I doubt full capacity. I mean, I've been watching some sport, um, the US have let some, uh, in the baseball, they've got some fans in the ground now, but it's much reduced. I mean, you're talking about eight or nine thousand people in a 50,000 seat stadium. So you're talking about quite low um you know, attendance limits, and I would think it's going to be similar here. Um, I also don't think travelling away is going to be a thing for a little while either. I think that might be um, one of the restrictions that you see for a while yet. Um, I mean, I know I know people um, have views uh, out there, but I, I just think that's the reality of it. I think it'll be a limited home attendance and probably, um, you know, that'll be it, no away travel and all the rest of it. But it'll be nice even if you can get... Five thousand in there it's going to be something isn't it um I'm, I'm looking forward to it it's been amazing how much you've missed it actually yeah it
4: is and as you say we're not we're not tv watching you, you've got to be there you know and that that's part of it though isn't
2: it you know someone the, made that point I, I can't remember which away game. It was, it was like a rugged away win it might have been derby yeah derby yeah, yeah. um not, someone made the point that if, that if that had been a rugged you know it was a a tough watch on the TV because we ground it out and got the win. And if you'd gone there to the game, you'd had the the away day kind of um, experience, and then you're on the on the trains and driving home, giddy on the back of a one 0 win at Derby with all the stuff that would have gone on there. That had been a wonderful match, and I think it's that experience that's been missing for the whole season for a lot a lot of people. And it's 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 intrigued me, and amazed me how much I've missed it. And I did, I, you know, sometimes you know in the in the kind of pre. COVID era I've sat down and thought well would, would, yeah, would you really miss it if you would watch it on, on the telly would you really miss it and at least now we have an answer yes you do miss it, it's,
3: you do miss
2: uh, it. Um, and then there's the other side of the coin do you really want to get into the VAR sanitised world of the Premier League but I think we'll save that question for when that might be a real prospect yeah. so I'll, I'll get you back on next year mate <laughs>
4: All I am glad
2: VAR's not in the Championship. Oh, mate, that's that's um, that's one of the curses of modern football. But um, there we are. We'll save that. As I say, if we if we're in a in a playoff run next season, I'll, I'll get you back on. We'll save that for then. We'll talk about the uh, ills of the Premier League. Graham, you're at work. I really appreciate your time talking no to me this afternoon, mate. It's been wonderful. Good to talk to you. um I'm going to try, listeners, and get hold of a few fans that I follow on Twitter. So if you see me popping up in your inbox trying to tout my show and coming on it, then you can either um, well put me on mute if you don't want to hear from me anymore. You can put me on mute, um, or if not, it would be wonderful to hear from you. So a big thank you to Graham for being game and coming on this afternoon. Thank you, Graham. Appreciate it, mate. So, until the next show, dear listeners, which will be at the weekend. I think we've got Brentford on Saturday. Let's hope it's not a gold fest in the wrong way. Until then, dear listeners, it's uh, Arrivederci Millwall from Graham Payne and myself, Nick Hart. So, until then, bye for now. Thank you for listening to African
1: Millwall. If you enjoyed the show, please go over to Apple podcast and leave us a cheap little review. Millwall. Till next time.
4: Who do you want to watch?
0: Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues